Hey, 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 everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Sports Ball. We're coming back after a brief hiatus here, getting the summer kicked off. Um, I got a great show packed in for you guys. Speaking of packing, uh, moved all day today. Uh, so I don't, you know, I'm playing injured. Let's just say that. I'm James Harden in game <laughs> five that's going on right now. I got a sore hammy. Everything on my body hurts right now. I lifted uh, an entire part of a sectional couch into a U-Haul all by myself. So that's what my day was looking like. Um, but uh, we got a great fucking show. Uh, like I said, we're in the middle of NBA playoffs right here. We're going to have a lot of fun conversations. Uh, let's uh, let's introduce some contestants here. Um, starting off, we got Jack Brown, everybody. Yeah, Jack is here. <laughs> Jack. Such dismissive, yeah. I never yeah. know I never know how to like you know like in comedy they're always like yeah the hosts are supposed to like pump up the crowd that's how I do it as I just say someone's name and then go woohoo like that I just try to yeah I just try to throw a yeah in there like I'm excited aren't you guys let me get you back Drew Abshire yeah yeah woo yeah thanks Jack how's it going buddy good I didn't move shit today so I'm I'm chilling nice you moved that thick ass all over your apartment though didn't you <laughs> this is harassment straight off the top <laughs> double C's on Jack Brown uh all right I'm cheeked up I'm cheeked yeah, up yeah. get over it caking uh <laughs> speaking of caking we also got Mr. Dumps himself Sacramento's finest Daniel Humbarger Daniel how's it going Mr. buddy Dumps himself. it's going well I you know just take care of this ass yeah and, uh, yeah it's just squats yeah, all day I, dude for a second I was concerned that I uh, misread the prompt um and I wrote a bunch of sports shit uh, <laughs> for a second I thought I was like oh I'm a guest on Drew talks about moving all day and, uh, <laughs> yeah no this is uh this is no this is sex ball this is where we just talk about who's got the thickest ass in Sacramento <laughs> all right yeah hey watch that sciatica bro <laughs> in the movie yeah you know, dude i've I, been i gotta watch it because of my big ass problem but you, you <laughs> yeah. know you're lifting sofas your, and shit. your back puts your 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 ashes put so much weight on your lower back that you have sciatica problems yeah no uh i've been actually i've been doing a lot of yoga for my back so thanks for bringing it up i'll recommend it to everybody um all right moving on the man the myth the legend thanks for coming back robert emoto how's it going buddy Great to be here on AM radio or whatever the fuck you turn this into. Yeah. Welcome to, I'm going to, I should get like sports. It's like a soundboard with the worst hacky noises ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got it all, baby. I'm fully functional over here. Uh, Yeah, dude. Thank you guys for being on the show. Um, Taking time out of your busy schedules during COVID. How's everyone doing? Everyone's good. Everyone's getting into the groove of things. Today they lifted all the the bands and everything, right? So I guess we're like fully back into it, huh? Yeah, I mean, I I've been vaccinated for months, so I've just been going to. They're not quite orgies like we just spit in each other's mouths. Sure, but right. It's kind of similar. Similar yeah. vibe. Yeah, germ share. Not so eyes wide shut. It's just called yeah. mouths wide open. See, I've just been doing it to Uber drivers and getting in a lot of trouble on the internet for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you guys for being here. Um, I think we've got a fun show ahead of us. Um, let's play our first game. Let's not waste any time. Uh, I, we got some good conversations here. Let's play uh, everyone's favorite game. Let's argue. Uh, this game is inspired by the TV show Pardon the Interrupt. I'm sorry, not Pardon the Interruption. Around the Horn. Uh, where I'm going to assign points to everybody uh, based on just good opinions they have on some questions I came up with. Uh, these points are random. They almost mean nothing. 
most likely one of you will leave with like a one-point lead. That's the spoiler alert for the show. All right. Jack Brown coming to you. We always go alphabetical order here. Uh, with the NBA playoffs in full swing, we have gotten to see some huge performances from young players around the league. It got me thinking, Who are we, are we watching the beginning of any all-time great careers? And if so, who? Jack, what do you got? There have been a lot of amazing performances from players on the court. I have to go with someone starting an all-time great career near the basketball court, though. The Suns and Four guy. Yes. Yeah, the guy who got hit with a cheap shot and then beat the shit out of a Nuggets fan while narrating his own fight and then yelled Suns and Four right <laughs> afterwards. That guy's amazing. He's a living legend. The Suns would not have won in four games if he didn't do that. I've never seen someone win a fight that easily while not having the higher ground. I love him. I think he's just getting started. I love it. I love that you brought it up right off the bat. It's my easily my favorite sports story of the year so far. This guy just did, did everyone story. see the video? <laughs> did, did are we all aware of the video? Daniel and yeah, Robert? I, I'm not, I'm not, Dude, you no, guys no as soon as the show ends, you have to go look for it. It's basically yeah, yeah, these two dudes in Jamal Murray jerseys were like leaving game 2 after the it, the Nuggets got blown out. And uh, they started talking shit with this Nuggets fan. And this dude tries to cheap, sh or uh, the Suns fan, the dude tries to like sucker punch the Suns fan. And the dude just starts fucking, like not even throwing like hard punches, just throwing punches that like let you know a guy's a better fighter than you. And he's just beating his ass and like looks to the other guys, the guy's friend and goes, I'm gonna beat your boy's ass, Suns and four, Suns and four. And starts punching him again. And then the dude leaves and he just keeps going Suns and four. And like, that's amazing. Yeah, it's a it's one of the best videos ever. And like Devin Booker found the guy like and is like hooking him up with shit. Like I I found the guy's Twitter account yesterday and he was like, "Thanks everyone. Devin Booker's going to Instagram message me and shit." I'm like, "What a dream. This guy like is the only fan in the playoffs who got into a scuffle with somebody and isn't getting absolutely lambasted about it over online." Um Anyway. Yeah, well, people from Phoenix don't fuck around. So. Dude, yeah, and he was he was one of those guys who wears a uh, jersey, no undershirt to a basket. And you don't fuck with those guys. The guys who wear jerseys, no undershirts to the games, those guys want to fight. That's what they're there yeah, for. They're, they're, <laughs> they're always boys. ready for yeah. a squabble. Yeah, yeah, they're always ready to fight, man. That's psychopathic behavior. in the parking lot, hard liquor. Dude, the, ins <laughs> the inside of arenas are like 70 degrees. What are you wearing a tank top for? It's too cold in here. Uh, anyway, Daniel, moving on to you. What do you think? You've seen the beginning of any uh, legendary careers? Well, if, uh, being a Kings fan, I first had to Google NBA playoffs because I didn't think <laughs> it was a thing. Uh, I, I didn't know that those even happened. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, obviously Tyrese Halliburton, but we got to talk <laughs> playoffs. So Luke, Luke is the easy answer. Uh, I'm going to go with Ben McLemore. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. Nobody's ever going to go with Ben McElroy. It's fucking, it's Luca. If you're picking an actual player, it's Luca. Possibly Trey, but I don't see like Trey being like a huge step up from like, say, Fox or Halliburton. So, yeah. Uh, it's just fucking Luca. Yeah. I think it's, uh, like you said, I think it's the, the safe, easy one for sure. I almost literally put in here like, besides Luca, are we watching the beginning of any? Because I was like, it, feel, it feels like so inevitable that guy's going to be top 10 all time when it's all done but but i think i think luca made a real jump in this playoffs 
by insinuating that he wants out of Dallas after losing. He's starting to understand how to be a superstar. Yeah. Saying, I'm going <laughs> to fucking leave. Which yeah. makes you... Me what, people or I'm going to fucking get this bum out of here. Porzingis. Yeah. Which really makes here. you wonder, would he have lasted three months for the Kings before he started requesting to get the fuck out of here. I mean, how Dallas is a well-run organization and he barely made it three years. Like, would he have made it a training camp with the Kings before he's like, please trade me, God, please trade me? Well, well, luckily, Vladi Divac had enough foresight to pass on Luca to not put us in the situation. He saw it he coming, dude. To blame it on a poor fit with Fox, but he didn't really, get he knew that Luca was the fuck out of here. want to get locked in this mad yeah. contract that we're going to have to get locked in, dude. Yeah, Vlade's got a galaxy brain, dude. He knew Luca was L.A. bound from the jump. He was like, I'm not going to waste yeah. a draft pick. Save Let's just put it this way. Million. Yeah, let's put it this way. Uh, Bagley, who's been undoubtedly a huge fucking bust, is requesting a trade out of Sacramento. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, 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 no. Marvin's dad is like, please get my fucking son the fuck out of here. Like, that's how bad it is. It's not even the player himself. It's his family doing it. Anyway. Isn't Fox's dad getting in uh, that, that <laughs> Yeah, argument. that was great, too. That I was, forgot about that. That was, okay. that was actually pretty yeah. fun, to be honest. Like, yeah. seven games into the season, the, the two players' yeah. dads are fighting online. Awesome. And Perfect. If we're not going to... Like, he just... Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, he didn't right. go follow for follow this dad. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see, uh, see Luke uh, go to Miami and, and develop a, a coke habit. And then just like... <laughs> You know, just like to see, like, like I want him to get like Hall of Fame numbers, like he has been for like two more years, and then just develop like a raging party habit in Miami. Yeah, and then that's kind of like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. New York. Yeah, kind of you think he's you think he's just going to become like a Eastern European clubber guy in New York? Like <laughs> yes. he's just going to like yeah. German sex dungeons yeah. and listening to EDM music, taking a bunch of Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Open collar shirts. Hey. He shows up to camp overweight. Yeah, a Slovenian. He's, he's just wearing fucking. <laughs> Versace sweatsuits every time he steps out of his fucking apartment. <laughs> Dude, you're basically describing my 20s without the NBA. Hell yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Robert, kicking it to you. What do you think? You seeing the beginning of anything great? Yeah, I think so. Because there's a, there's a, you got LeBron and all them on their kind of way out. They're even a little bit older. Um, sure. So these guys coming in, like uh, Donovan, or, uh, Donovan Mitchell is number one. You know, he's been putting up crazy numbers. Um, and showing that he can score against defenses too, man. They're they're doing everything they can to stop him. He's still putting up numbers. Uh, but um, Devin Booker is someone I always liked, man. He just needed a chance to actually get, you know, I mean, to make it to the to the postseason. Now he has someone with uh, like Chris Paul that can kind of like, uh, you know, do control the tempo of the game. But he's in his closeout games, he's been a monster too, man. He dropped forty seven to, to get yeah. LeBron out of there. Yeah. Um, totally. John Morant too, right? Did they go out first round? Yeah, they they exited first round, but yeah, totally. Yeah, those three, I think you know, besides and and, and Trey Young too, obviously someone we passed on too. But I mean, who knows? There's still a lot of time. Bagley could. Yeah, Bag you know, like, Bagley's neck but, and uh, neck with those guys, man. If those two guys get career <laughs> out of here, yeah, yeah. And he just puts up, you know, older yeah. Polonies numbers. He might have a better career along. Totally, man. Yeah, <laughs> all those guys' best ability is their availability, as far as I'm concerned. Bagley. <laughs> Bagley should have went first, in my opinion. Uh, no, I definitely. I I I'm curious because I'm I'm not a Trey Young believer, to be honest with you. I I think Devin Booker's got a chance to be um, like a Kobe type of player. You know what I mean? I think that Devin Booker's best shot at being an all time great is being the best player on the team. 
kind of guy. Um, you know, I don't think that he's going to be like a D Wade where he's comfortable playing next to second fiddle with somebody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I do think that the guy that stands out to me in that group is Jason Tatum, dude. I think that guy is going to be, I know he's not a great defender right now, but that body is built for defense. He's going to get a coach that figures out how to unlock it, at least on team defense and shit. And I, I, Jason Tatum's my pick of guy, like besides Luca that I think is, uh, got a, Got a shot at cracking the top 10. Um, you got to remember, he went to an Eastern Conference Finals at 19 years old. That's pretty fucking impressive. So, all right, let's move on to the next question here. Uh, I'm glad Jack brought it up uh, because there have been a ton of incidents this postseason of fans crossing the lines with players during games. There was that uh, incident in New York where uh, a beautiful Knicks fan spit on Trey Young. Uh, which just classy as all can be. Uh, then Philly, they dumped popcorn on Russell Westbrook as he was leaving with an injury. And then the Celtics fan, what he threw? He threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving because he stepped on the logo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just, I just wanted to ask you guys, if you're Adam Silver, what rules do you create to discourage fans from fucking with the players? Something's got to be done. And it starts with Daniel Humberger. Daniel, what do you got? What do you think? All right. Uh, so what gets to happen is uh, we buy a ticket. It's, you basically consent to uh, if you start acting a fool, then the NBA gets to send people to fuck with you on your job, right? So that way, oh. uh, not only uh, do we interrupt your work, but we get to see what a fucking loser <laughs> you are, right? Like. Like basically, Adam Silver gets to, gets to send uh, you know like a bunch of the G leaguers into whatever fast food restaurant these dudes are working at, and uh, and and wreck all havoc. And uh, you know their spouse gets to uh, make a video uh, in a, a very improper video um, with whichever NBA team they like, and then uh, and then they have to watch it. So I think yeah, that's, I think that's fair. I think that's I think that's a good solution for sure. I love that about. Just, I'd, I'd love to see Russell Westbrook go fuck with that dude at like whatever fucking steel factory he worked at. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, that'd be sick. Jiffy Lube. <laughs> yeah. 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 Russell Westbrook just fucking runs over his foot in an Escalade. That'd be great. <laughs> Wait, how, how, how rad would it be if uh, that dude worked at a movie theater with a popcorn machine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Russell Westbrook just dumps popcorn on his head all day. That'd be great. I love that. Robert, what do you think? <laughs> um, I do like Daniel's punishment of uh, the, at the end. He kind of like people didn't address it, but it was, it was threatening with a train from a NBA, <laughs> which is that that to my part that that's a that should be enough for people to not want to do anything. Yeah, yeah. The, the chances of recovery are small. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't care how good your relationship is. No wife is coming home from a night with the Phoenix Suns. You know. <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna leave your ass. <laughs> Andre Drummond, Anthony Davis, and then LeBron, and then this, then it goes to the yeah. Yeah, and and then you're time. then you get into like KCP, who you know has just got too much confidence not to be carrying something massive in his pants. <laughs> and at the very at the very end, it's fucking Frank Kaminsky. You're just like, yeah. oh, no, Frank Kaminsky's on cleanup duty. He looks like me. <laughs> no, yeah, the Lakers like got Alex guy for no reason. Yeah, they got Alex Caruso on film. They're just, he's, he's doing the camera work. Still wearing the headband. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Grant, Grant Napier's calling the whole thing. If you don't like that, yeah. you don't like cuckolding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my rule would be, uh, 
if if uh, if you get caught doing something like that, you immediately have to fight one of the Paul brothers in the in the middle of uh, of center court. So not only that, it's like you're going to get knocked out by someone you you probably have been talking shit about. Yeah. And preferably like Jake, because he seems like a little more douchey. I think people would hate to like get knocked out by him. So then it's going to ruin your life because it's going to obviously go, you know, viral. Right. You have to immediately fight. You don't need prep time. You just have to walk like they, the security instead of walking you up to the concourse, they just walk you down to half court. That'd be great if it was like, you know, four minutes left in the third quarter. And they're like, no, 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 no. We're going to take an extensive timeout to watch people box at center court. <laughs> <laughs> like with plenty of time left on the clock, not even halftime. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. I'd stay for that. King's yeah. getting blown out. Yeah, I would too. Absolutely. Jack, what do you got? I think letting the players beat up the fans seems like a lot more work for the players. I think they have enough on their plates. So I think this should be outsourced to someone who has a great deal of buzz, someone who has already been identified as being on the cusp of a great career, someone everyone on this sports-specific show had heard of. The Suns and Four guy gets <laughs> yeah. to control the stand. I knew it was coming. He sits on top of the Jumbotron. He watches the entire arena like he's like an <laughs> octagon, like a hawk. And then he just zip lines over. We got zip lines everywhere, by the way. They're in. He zip lines everywhere and just punches people. Violence begets more violence. Sons and Four guy is it's in every arena. We're flying him around the country and he's going to games and he's kicking your ass. Yeah, I love that. I do see one fatal flaw with this plan, though. I think that Sons and Four guy only will do it if someone's talking shit to him that guy's like he's like no i just need someone to talk shit about the phoenix suns real quick so i can fucking turn into jason Bourne and beat someone's ass like he seemed it's he was like a sleeper cell like he heard the trigger word and was like i've actually been trained by the kgb he's the most petty batman ever yeah. <laughs> yeah he only goes after dudes that talk shit about the sun Bookman. he's just he's just devin booker's uh batman um i got i have i had two solutions uh one semi-serious and one not so semi-serious uh the first not semi-serious one is i think we just got to remove all teams from the northeast it's clearly those fucking guys' problems. Like, Philly, New York, Boston, it's always these guys. Philly fans were the ones who threw batteries at Santa Claus. I don't know if you guys know that story. Uh, yeah, Knicks fans are the fucking worst. I'm a New York Yankees fan. I can't stand 80% of our fan base. I think they're the fucking the scum of the earth. Uh, and then my, my, my more serious one, <clears throat> I think if a player gets into an altercation with the fan and it's like deemed to be legitimate by the NBA officials, uh, the player who is fucked with should get to shoot unlimited free throws until he misses. I think it should disadvantage the team, the home team. So like I, Russell Westbrook's not a great free throw shooter. Let him go to the line and get seven unanswered points. I say it's all fair because then like stadiums will take it seriously and be like, no, like this guy's never allowed to fucking come back. I really like that idea, except for then what you're going to have is people going to the game that actually are going to pretend to be a fan of the home team yeah. to fuck, fuck them over. Yes. The th I've, I've thought about that too. My only thing is like, I, I love the Kings. I don't know if I'm doing a night in jail just so I can see Buddy Heald get unlimited free throws, you know? Like yeah, that. Yeah, you're gonna, someone's going to throw a full Mountain Dew at Andre Drummond. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, oh, <laughs> just just pick, pick on Giannis. 
Yeah, what's that called? Giannis? Fifty percent. I'm like, fuck this dude. I gotta throw shit. I gotta yeah. hit one of these guys. But then, but then the 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 reply is like, that's why free throws are important. So you just get to. <laughs> oh, you're also improving the league. Yeah. Okay. Imagine Steph going to the line for unlimited free throws. Game's over. He's gonna make twenty five in a row. Dude, Game's none of over. The bad free throw shooters will play in the East. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, I'm fuck this noise, dude. I've never wanted to throw anything at a player, but now I'm going to target Ben Simmons until he improves. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ruin his life. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're yeah. just going to be fueled to the fire. He's going to be like, I really got to get good, or I'm going to keep getting fucking beer bottles thrown at me. Like 30 years from now, Jack writes a book about uh, how it was his big master plan. He's like, I was always there for Ben Simmons. He just didn't know it. You know, I pushed him to be great. Yeah, he's like and a distant father. Throws in a game. He's like a distant father who comes back and is like, taught him everything on, he knows. Um, yes, all, the, all the after game interviews and be like, there's a lot of shit flying at me today. It's really hard to talk. Yeah. yeah. I, I was able to drown it out, hit my free throws. Uh, I made six of them in a row. I just think that's the simplest solution is make it actually count. Make these guys actually pay for their actions, you know? Like that, remember the fucking, the guy in Miami and his dumb wife who were bitching at LeBron? Like LeBron's like a 70% free throw shooter. That actually makes that game more interesting because LeBron could go and clank that first one and that guy just gets to keep sitting courtside. You know what I mean? I say let him do it. Anyway, we're moving on here. Uh, Number three, we're starting with Robert. Pretty simple to be honest with you. I just want to know what's the greatest nickname in sports history? Um... I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Deion Sanders prime time. I think I, mm. that's probably the one that I thought that probably fit. I don't have anything funny to say, but I thought it probably fit someone. I've never seen a nickname fit someone so much. Yeah. And plus, to a, a like someone who was able to play in a World Series and a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? It just uh, you haven't I haven't you haven't seen that since. So. Yeah, yeah. Prime time's a great one. That is sometimes the best ones are rhyme ones. You know, like. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one that just came out of my mouth, and I was like, "Now I got to prove. Now I got to provide some evidence." I need one example. I got absolutely nothing in my brain right now. I just needed one. I couldn't even get it out. I'm a phony. Uh, Jack, kicking it to you. What's the so best the nickname of, in sports? The rule of threes would dictate that I say something for a guy, but that's not a nickname. <laughs> so I'm going to go with nobody. Uh, John Nobody Eels. He's a famous Australian rugby player. They called him that because nobody is perfect. So, like, every game that he would play, they'd be like, nobody passes out left or whatever. It was just always super fun to watch. Everyone thought he was the best player ever, and he was. Okay, so he he got the nickname nobody because people would say nobody is perfect, except yeah. for him, basically. So they just started calling yeah. him. I love that. Nobody. That's that's like uh, that's like how people get, like, the nickname the boogeyman. You're like, they're just so fucking scary that everyone's afraid of them, you know? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> their name is tiny even yeah though tiny yeah that's another one where it's like you don't want to fuck with that guy um all right daniel what do you got best nickname in sports history uh well i was gonna go with dick butt kiss but it turns out that's just his real name yeah uh yeah not even not even a nickname there uh wilt the stilt was nice because it refers to his height and his big huge dick see what he- i mean by rhyming there you go. There you go. His big, uh, huge dick. And then I was narrowing it down. I was like, oh, but like William the Refrigerator Perry, because he's like built like a refrigerator and also fucking eats a lot, obviously. Uh, the answer, Alan Iverson, was great. But it all came down to, uh, and as a Kings fan, this is tough, but uh, dude, Black Mamba is just a sick-ass nickname. And it really encompasses what Kobe is all about. Uh, so respect to him. And uh, it's hard to fucking beat that nickname. Yeah. Name. 
Yeah, the best nicknames, like, in reality are the ones that are the most serious. You know, like, uh, like The Answer is a great one. Or even, like, Joel Embiid's The Process. That Like, right. that's fucking tight, you know? Uh, I do have to have say... Have you ever called him that? Has anyone yeah, ever long, called yeah, him no, that? The, oh, process? No, the process? is in the building. <laughs> I think he just calls himself that, and everyone's like, that's his nickname, you know? He's very Shaq in that way. Speaking of, like, Shaq's got some... The big Aristotle is hilarious. I don't know if you guys know the origin of that. Do you guys know the origin of the big Aristotle? No, I'm familiar with Aristotle. I'm a learned scholar. No, no, no. See, this is the problem. Is Shaq just started asking people to call him the big Aristotle, and they're like, why? And he's like, I just think it sounds cool. It has no (laughs) meaning to it besides Shaq thought it sounded cool. Like, I like nicknames like that. I do have to say the best nickname in sports belongs to... uh, former Major League Baseball pitcher Bartolo Colon, whose nickname was The Big Sexy, and he's just, he's the fattest man I've ever seen uh, in my entire life. Uh, that's a pretty fucking cool nickname. To be so ugly that people start saying you're hot, that's awesome. You know, that's every fa- ugly guy's dream. I was thinking dream. of uh, Babe Ruth, and then I was like, wait, I don't know if those Sandlot names they were saying are real, like the Colossus of Clout. Yeah. Like, is that a, did they really even call them that? The Sultan of Swat? I'm like, yeah. I, I didn't even know if they were real nicknames. That's a so. good That's a good question. I wonder if those nicknames came afterwards, because I've heard people call them the Sultan of Swat, but it feels like that. there's no way you call someone that while they're playing baseball. You know what I mean? Like... That yeah, seems like such a weird so many, nickname. I'm like, are those all legitimate nicknames? Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. The Sultan of Swat. Okay. Uh, after Let's Argue, uh, we have a pretty close game here, like I promised. Jack's at 14. Daniel's at 15. Robert's at 14. Like I said, those, those numbers mean next to nothing. Um, because our next game is about to get kicked off here. This game is called Listicles. Um this is a game that I play because I hate the way sports journalism has gone. And um, basically, I think that these dumb fucking lists of instead of articles are the worst. Um, so today we will be how this game works for the people at home. Um, we're, I'm going to give them a list that I found on a sports website of the most top 10 yada, yada, yadas, right? And... Uh, we are going to take turns trying to name a player on these lists or an athlete on these lists. And uh, if, you, if you can't get one right, no big deal. You're eliminated. Three points will be awarded to the last person standing. Um, today's list I got from sportscasting.com. It was published in 2017. Uh, I give the date so that you can have a time frame in your mind of like who might be on this list. Uh, and this list is the most universally despised athletes of all time. Uh, this list was inspired of my hatred of Trey Young. I cannot stand that fucking guy. And I was thinking, like, he might be in my top 10 all time at such a young age. And I was like, I wonder what the, the internet says about this. So we will start at Jack Brown, going alphabetical order. So it'll go Jack Daniel Robert. Um, take a stab at it, Jack. What do you, who do you think is uh, on this list of most universally despised athletes of all time in 2017? It's just, it's just athletes. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go with Reggie Miller. Saying Trey Young made me think of Reggie Miller. It's not a bad guess, and he was later on the list, but no, not on the universally despised athletes list. Daniel? O.J. Simpson, man. O.J. Simpson. (laughs) There's no way. O.J. Simpson, number two. (laughs) Yeah, O.J. makes the list, but can't crack the top spot. Uh, The weirdest thing I've ever read. 
Robert Emoto coming to you. Most despised athletes. I would I would recommend not even trying to guess who's in the number one spot. <laughs> uh, your mic's off. Uh, I'm gonna say Mayweather has to be in there, right? Yeah, Floyd Mayweather's number ten on the list. Uh, Daniel, throwing it back over to you. Uh, let's see, 2017, uh, Aaron Hernandez. No, no, Aaron Hernandez. Wait, is yes. it just that? No, it's not just that year, right? No, 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 no. But like the publishing date, kind of, you know, like if it was 2006, obviously Aaron Hernandez wouldn't have made the list. Jack, do you, Jack or Daniel, do you guys have any other guesses? Let's see if we can knock yeah. off. Robert's going to get the win here, but. Wait, wait, but doesn't he have to like say? Oh yeah, know, Robert, you got to name one, one too. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Fuck. I just, uh. <laughs> Ron Artest. Yeah. No, Ron Artest. So we're gonna oh, throw Michael, it back. Michael Vick. Michael Vick is on the list at number six. Yes. Daniel. What at a number res- six? Who is number one? Or should we guess? No, now we'll keep going through it because Robert's coming back. Robert gets another sh- crack at this thing. Um. God damn! I'm blanking on his name. He- Fucking uh, argues in tennis. He'd throw his racket and shit. He's a little bitch. Uh, <laughs> damn it! He would yell at the refs. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, shit, most despised athletes. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. Shit. Uh, I'm gonna go. Kobe. <sighs> Kobe was number thirteen on this list. Robert Emoto. I was kind of hoping that people would guess Kobe because it was 2017 and he wasn't dead yet. Uh, but I was try- I threw that one in purposely to trick you. Um, and Emoto was trying to think of McEnroe. Yeah, yeah John yeah. McEnroe. He didn't crack the list, so it's a good thing he didn't even guess him. Um, all right, guys, let's go through this. I, the people I left off, hilariously, uh, Big Ben, who is a, a multiply accused rapist, couldn't even crack the top 10. Uh, uh, T.O. and then Kobe. I removed John Rocker, who was a pitcher oh, for the yeah. Atlanta Braves oh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, he said a bunch yeah. of racist, homophobic shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think anyone was gonna pull John Rocker's name out of their ass, so I that took him was off. Honestly, my next guess. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? I just thought. I mean, like despised. Yeah, he was so racist even at the time because yeah. this country <laughs> is so racist <laughs> now, and it's better than it was. He was notably racist like 30 years ago. Yeah, That's dude, I, fa- I found some quotes from him where... Uh, Don't say them. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Please say them, Jim. Please. No, but dude, it was the most... It was like the furthest... <laughs> Robert pulled his phone out to record. Uh, dude, it was like impressive almost because, you know, he was a Braves pitcher and to talk trash against the New York Mets when they were playing in the playoffs, he just started gay bashing. Like that was his form of trash talk was to be homophobic. And it's like, how disconnected was this guy? <laughs> like, Anyway, let's go through the real list here. Number 10, Floyd Mayweather. We got that. Number nine, Tiger Woods. Wow. Yeah. Really? Okay, Again, would... Floyd Mayweather went to jail for beating his wife and Tiger yeah. Woods eeks him because he, he was a sex addict. Oh, Ray Rice has got to be on there then, too, huh? Yeah. No Ray Rice, buddy. Uh, Number eight, Lance Armstrong. Wow, dude. Dude, number seven, Pete Rose, which Ah, I guess maybe you could hear an argument for. Number six, Mike Vick. Again, could hear an argue for. Uh, Mike Tyson, 
because apparently only black guys are allowed to be accused of rape and be hated for it. Uh, number four, Roger Clemens, who the worst thing he ever did was take steroids and throw a bat at Mike Piazza. Uh, number three, just because, because why not, Tom Brady. I oh, mean, wow. how much of an asshole is Tom Brady to pe- in people's minds to like top Big Ben, Floyd Mayweather, guys who've actually committed crimes? Number two, OJ Simpson. And then number one, I mean, almost, almost unbelievable, Barry Bonds. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, to be more hated than OJ for taking steroids? Uh, yeah. Like, sorry, I, sorry, I thought y'all wanted to see home runs a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know? like, I'm sorry. Like, I thought we were having a good time here. And I'll, yeah. I'll give Barry Bonds a little bit of flack. He's also been heavily accused of domestic violence and stuff, but I know that's not why he's on this list. Right. Um, Plus, there's the steroids, man. Like, you don't talk shit to somebody on steroids. Yeah, legitimately. Like, that, that's what they say is that he, like, uh, went a little bit, like, roid rage crazy. Was like, Canseco anywhere on there? <clears throat> yeah, he was, like, in the 20s. Yeah, dude, John McEnroe didn't even make the list. There was, I was like, dude, this list is hilariously bad. Yeah. Um, it's all about domestic violence and drugs. <laughs> yeah yeah um all right guys right now we have a pretty fun game uh jack brown's got 14 daniel humbarger has 18 robert amoto's got 14 still very close game and a lot of chance for some points on this one if you guys were like me and were baby basically babysat by a tv growing up uh today we are going to play a game of i ain't said shit uh, i'm going to read you quotes from people uh, you will get one point for a correct answer. Uh, one of my favorite Sports Center announce, uh, excuse me, casters uh, left ESPN this past month. That was Kenny Main. ESPN cut his contract. Uh, Kenny Main was one of my favorites of all time. So for this uh, segment of I Ain't Said Shit, we're going to play I Ain't Said Shit, but with famous uh, catchphrases from Sports Center announcers. Now, catchphrases on SportsCenter were for just a very limited amount of time before like the world decided they were too corny. So I will tell you that your options to choose from are going to be uh, Kenny Main, Stuart Scott, Chris Berman, Keith Olbermann, and Dan Patrick. Those are the only ones I found meaningful catchphrases from. Anyway, so we will start at Jack Brown again, uh, work our way through. Jack, I will hit you with this first one here. Uh, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Why do I feel like even though Daniel's up by four points, Josh Means is still going to win this game somehow? <laughs> um, but uh, I think that's Keith Olbermann. It is not Keith Olbermann. Ooh. Daniel, throwing it to you. You can't stop him. Uh, you can only hope to contain him. Yeah. Uh, what was the list of available names again? Yeah, it'll be Stuart Scott, Chris Berman, Dan Patrick, Keith Olbermann, or Kenny Main. Uh, Berman. It is not Chris Berman. Robert? Wow. Your mic's off again. Why don't you just keep that bad boy on? Because you can Dan Patrick. It is Dan Patrick. Good job, Robert. You get one point for that. My favorite uh, sports broadcaster of all time, Dan Patrick. All right, Jack. It made a full circle. It's coming back to you. It must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. No. Stuart Scott. That is Stuart Scott. Rest in peace to an absolute fucking legend. Anyone else saying don't in that instance? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I will do the voice for this one for Daniel. This one is <laughs> the Raiders. Oh, that's Berman. Yeah, that's Chris Berman. Yeah. There you go. 
Also, quick side note, uh, yeah. like a year after um, Stuart Scott passed, I just threw out a random tweet like saying, oh, missed seeing him on ESPN. And then his daughters replied to that. And oh, like, that's oh, fucking cool. Remembering our dad and stuff. And I was like, hell yeah, like that, that was amazing. That's fucking cool. And you know what's funny? I had this game written down like a while ago and then the flu game anniversary happened and ESPN posted Stuart Scott calling it. And one of the ones he says in there is it must be jelly. Cause jam don't shake like that. And I was like, dude, what a perfect, that's such a fucking perfect way to call a highlight, dude. I was like, what a fun fucking guy to just have yeah. doing it. Anyway, rest in peace. Yeah, he's cooler than the other side of the pillow. Ah, dude, don't <laughs> spoil it. Come on. Is you know, on it's on the list. <laughs> you know, it's on the I list, dude. Double up. Like, you already have one. From oh no, Scott, I did. There's a bunch there. There. Those are just the five options. I got a, I'm throwing a bunch at you. Uh, Jack, we're, we went full circle. No, no, Robert. Oh, it's Robert. I'm sorry. Robert, uh, this one is, dare I say, in fuego. Kenny Main? Not Kenny Main. Jack Brown? Oh, man. I feel like a lot of these white guys feel interchangeable. Makes Stuart Scott seem even cooler than we already said. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to guess... Olbermann again? Not Olbermann. I'm just going to guess Olbermann the whole game. <laughs> Humbarger? Uh, that is... Uh, wait, so Emoto said Kenny Main. Uh-huh. Uh, JV said Olbermann. Uh, it's not Stuart Scott. It's not Dan Patrick. And I don't think it's Berman. So that's it's whoever's left. You I'm just idiot. you went through <laughs> all the names. <laughs> uh, well, then I... <laughs> All right, fuck. Uh, in, dare I say Fuego? Uh, let's go with Berman again. Fuck it. Not Berman. No one All gets right. this one. Yeah, that was Dan Patrick's signature thing was going in Fuego. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Maybe the cadence you said it in. You screwed us. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Do you want me to? Do you want me to try to call it like the greatest of all time? In Fuego. That's what he would do. Um, oh. All right. Uh, I think that one started at Robert, so this one will start at Jack. Uh, this one, I, I'll do the voice on this one too. From way downtown, bang. Kenny Main? No, not Kenny Main. Daniel? Uh, Olbermann. That is Olbermann. Good job, Daniel. Uh, do, the, do the voice again? From way downtown, <laughs> bang. Okay, I've never heard a human talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you gotta then you gotta tune into like MSNBC once in a while and catch Olberman's show, bud. <laughs> he's still saying that stuff. <laughs> yeah, he still says shit like that. He still like has these little. Uh, he still has these annoying quips. Just as a newsman now, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> All right, uh, throwing it to Robert here. Uh, that boy is butter because he's on a roll. Stuart Scott? That is Stuart Scott. Great job, Robert Emoto. I was doing my best not to do an accent that would get me in trouble. (laughs) Whatever, John Rocker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jack, throwing it to you. I'll do a voice for you again. Back, 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 back. Gone! (laughs) Wow. Chris Berman, but again, I want to hear it again. (laughs) Yeah, you want me to run that one back for you? I'll do it again. Yes, it is Chris Berman. He goes, uh, back, 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 back. Gone. <laughs> it's not bad, man. It's pretty solid. Thanks, Daniel. I appreciate it. I, I take pride in my Berman. Um, all right. <laughs> Daniel kicking it to you. Uh, we're going to show it again because we have editing equipment. It's the John Rocker. That's, a, that's a fucking catchphrase. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 
He would say it constantly. We're going to show it again because we have editing equipment. Yeah, he was a sarcastic asshole. Fucking Kenny Mayne. It is Kenny Mayne. Good job, Daniel. Yeah, our, I don't know if everyone's familiar with Kenny Mayne, but one of my favorite things he ever did is he did a, a little segment with Marshawn Lynch when he played for the Bills. It's really good. Yes. And uh, Marshawn Lynch goes to Dave and Buster's, and he goes, uh, Marshawn Lynch loves Dave and Buster's because it's named after his two favorite athletes, Buster Douglas and Dave Concepcion, who was like a fucking borderline major league baseball player in the seventies. Like it's such a, he's just fucking around, but I just love that joke so much. Anyway, uh, Robert coming to you here. Uh, I'll do a voice. He could go all the way. That is, uh, Olbermann. No, not Keith Olbermann. Jack. Chris Berman. It is yeah. Chris Berman. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Fumble. Um, all right. Jack, I guess I guess we have to skip this one. Uh, but let's just say one last time. He's as cool as the other side of the pillow. Uh, Jack, this is the last one then we're coming. Oh, wait. No. Daniel, we're coming to you on this one. Last one here. Uh, this was for a baseball game when he would be calling the highlights for that. It was, uh, it must be a homer, Simpson, because the pitcher just went dope. Uh, um, let's go with uh, Dan Patrick on that one. Not Dan Patrick, Robert. Kenny Maine. It is Kenny Maine. Good job, Robert. What yeah, Kenny Maine, dude. What a fucking call that is. It must be a Homer Simpson because the. Who said that? Who used huh? Say, who used to say kicks dig the long ball? Was that Patrick? I don't know. I guess that car just made its way into lexicon. Robert, are you like hella far away from your microphone? I can barely hear you. See if you can bump up the audio for us. Can you hear? No. I'm outside. That's why I was muting it. Oh. Can you hear me? A little bit. It's faint. Maybe Jesse can do some work on his side to see if he can boost that. I don't know how. Um, all right. We're all good here. Uh, Jack Brown's got 17 points. Humbarger's got 21. Robert's got 17 no changes in the score uh, in terms of the difference goes. Um, but I love this next game here. We're going to have a good time on this one. Uh, this is also going to be a last man standing kind of game. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it'll be one point for a correct answer. A good chance to rack up some points here. Uh, this game is affectionately titled the Steve Perry Memorial Game. Uh, because in this one, we will be honoring some of the greatest journeymen in the history of sports. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) hit that one from downtown. So how this game is going to work is I picked three journeymen, uh, from three different sports, basketball, football, baseball. Um, I'm going to tell you how many teams they were on and you guys are going to take turns just like that last game going around, uh, or I'm sorry, just like in, uh, the, uh, the listicles game where you have to pick people's, uh, you have to guess whatever people on the list this one you guys will guess sorry i got distracted sorry sorry yeah, i feel like she's having a stroke I'm, i have undiagnosed add um, Bang! <laughs> you can request them that's fine uh uh yeah so I will, i'll read you a player's name tell you how many teams they're on and then we will start with jack on this one and you guys will go around naming teams that person was on until we can't anymore and you guys are going to get one point for just a correct answer. So no penalty if you can't do it anymore. Just uh, unlimited free throws for whoever can. Um, all right, Jack, starting with you, 
This one is a Sacramento fucking legend, uh, host of the All the Smoke podcast, uh, NBA's Matt Barnes. Uh, played for nine different NBA teams. Jack, we'll start with you. Go ahead and just name one of them. The Los Angeles Clippers. He did play for the Clippers, yeah. Lakers. He did play for the Lakers, yeah. Robert? Magic. He did play for the Magic, yeah. Jack? Sacramento Kings. He did play for the Kings. (laughs) Humbarger? The Mavericks. Um, No, no Mavericks. Robert? Memphis. He did play for the Grizzlies. Jack? Houston Rockets. No. Uh, All right, Robert, you get a chance to just keep going here. You can rack up as many points as you like. Phoenix? He did play for the Suns for a little bit. Yeah. Had a season in Phoenix. Suns uh, in four. <laughs> I feel like he was traded somewhere. Didn't really play there that long. Uh, he, uh, he was traded quite a few times, but he played for nine different teams. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Let's see some East Coast teams. Say that again. Did ever play for New Orleans? He did not ever play for the Pelicans or the Hornets. That's where the buck stops. He played in order. He was on the Clippers, the Kings. Then he had a short stint with the Knicks and the 76ers. Then, I thought this was a glaring omission by all three of you. He was on the We Believe Warriors team uh, that went to the playoffs. And then he played for the Suns, Lakers, Grizzlies, and Magic. That's how he wrapped it up. So he was on every team in, what, the Pacific Division almost? Yeah, he played for every single California team. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on here. I got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, I miscounted on this guy. Um, I was like, that's not 12. Uh, this is NFL legend, one of the greatest uh, money men of all time in the history of sports. Uh, the NFL's quarterback, Josh McCown, just a guy who's done almost nothing in his entire career, but has made like $100 million doing it. Um, we will start at Daniel this round. You got anything for uh, Josh McCown? The Browns. He did play for the Browns. Yeah, get that one out of the way. Robert? I mean, he played for nine NFL teams, so a stab in the dark is a good guess. Bills? <laughs> no Bills, sorry. Bad advice on my part. It was horrible. Yeah, that was one of the worst things I've ever heard come out of your mouth. Uh <laughs> John Rocker said things that were less offensive than that one. Uh, (laughs) uh, Jack Brown? I feel like I'm going to get this wrong because I know he had a brother, and I'm afraid I'm thinking of the brother, but the Cardinals? Yeah, he started out with the Cardinals. Yeah. Daniel? The Bears. Da Bears. Yep, played for the Bears. Jack? Philadelphia Eagles? Yep. He's currently, or last year he was on the Eagles. I don't know if he still is. Um, Broncos. Nah, no stint in Denver. Jack, you want to keep going here? Buccaneers? Yeah, played for the Bucks. Okay, those are the ones that I knew. Um, Houston Texans. Yeah, no Texans on the list. Yeah, he went uh, Cardinals, Lions, the Raiders. The Panthers, the Bears, the Bucks, the Browns, the Jets, and the Eagles. I thought that one was fun because, like, 
when I look at this list, it's literally just franchises that have had like no quarterback for all of my life. <laughs> I mean, the Eagles have had Donovan McNabb and Mike Vick, and that's literally the only team on here that's got a quarterback worth a shit for the last 25 years. So um, pretty fun. All right. And then the last one is uh, an MLB player, the aforementioned big, sexy Bartolo Colon played 11 for 11 teams. I just want to throw this in. Bartolo Colon is 48 years old, still pitching in Mexico the other day through a complete game. I mean, that is fucking insane to be 48 years old and throwing complete games. Uh, Anyway, Bartolo Colon, 11 teams total. Uh, We will start at Robert Amoto on this one. I hope everyone is at least familiar with the big sexy. Uh, New York Mets. Yeah, played for the Mets. Jack? Minnesota Twins. He did play for the Twins. Daniel? Uh, The A's. He did have a short stint with the A's. Robert? White Sox. He did play for the White Sox. Jack? Shit. Uh, I'm going to guess Yankees. Yep. Yep, unfortunately, rounded out the Yankees rotation one year when he was like 33 years old. Didn't make the playoffs that year. Daniel? Pirates? Nah, no Pirates. Uh, Cleveland? Yeah, started with the Indians. Jack? Cleveland was my next guess. He was on 11 total. 11 total. All right, I'm not going to delay any longer. I'm just going to say the Reds? Yeah, no Reds. Uh, I will say that part of Bartolo Colon's existence was only playing for teams with the DH. He played a lot in the AL. (laughs) Was not a big hitting guy. Although he does have one career home run, which is one of the best sports highlights ever. If you haven't seen that, go look it up because the announcers treat it like he just hit a walk-off in Game 7 because they're like, (laughs) I can't believe this guy just turned one around. Anyway, Bartolo Colon, he played for the Indians, the the defunct... Oh yeah, Robert. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You're uh, still alive. Well, I'm gonna. I'm no. I'm completely gonna end it here anyway. Toronto. No, no, he did not play for the Blue Jays. Not a terrible <laughs> guess though, because yeah. the team I was about to say after the Indians was the defunct Montreal Expos. Expos. So I was gonna give if someone said the Nationals, I, I do have it in my notes that I would give you a point for that, uh, because that's who the Expos became. So yeah, Indians, Expos, White Sox played in for the Los Angeles Angels for a while. Played for the Red Sox, the Yankees, the A's, the Mets, the Braves, the Rangers, and the Twins. So, uh, shout out to Bartolo, and shout out to all the journeymen. These are the guys who keep our... our, our I, I think about sports in terms of, like, the length of careers. And so, when people have, like, 25-year careers, it's just fucking fascinating to me. Like, Bartolo Colon. Yeah. Too, right? Jeter played 20 years. Yeah, he, he quit at 39. I say quit. Or I, uh, at, quit. Four, at 42, <laughs> I mean. Quit yeah, I, I quit. When I mean when I say quit, I mean he made like half a billion dollars and decided to finally hang it up and get a girl pregnant, you know? But you're right, Jude. It is impressive to see these uh, journeymen uh, stick with it, and they just don't stop believing. So there you go, good. Daniel. Yeah. And, and dude, doing whatever it takes to get to games on time, taking the midnight train if that's what it takes. Dude, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, giving it to you any way you want it. We can do this all day. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. I understand what's happening and I can't contribute. I don't know what the My mind doesn't work like that. I wish I all right, we are going to play our final game here, not before I get you guys some scores. Jack Brown, 24. Caught up nicely in that game. Daniel still leads with 25. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Daniel and Robert are tied at 25. Oh. So we got a fucking nail biter here. Uh, I think I think maybe we just never let Josh Means back on the show. He he seems to be the the Ken Jennings of this, taking points away from everyone else. I've been saying that, and yeah. I've never met him before the show or outside of the show. He'd be mad if you heard me say that, but I've been saying that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'll listen. I don't think he cares that much. I think we can say whatever we want. I think he might, honestly, and he might be just stewing. He said <laughs> we <laughs> talked about him on, he will. Yeah. yeah. The whole part. All right. Answering each question and getting mad at us for getting him wrong. Yeah, and just shaking his head in his backyard <laughs> while his wife takes care of their three kids. <laughs> um, all right. Let's play a game. Uh, this game is called Offensive Past Interference. Uh, this game is a game where I'm going to give you guys a category of something bad that happens in people's lives, and uh, then I will give you an athlete's name. You have to tell me if this athlete qualifies for uh, the category. So today's category is people who went broke, either declared bankruptcy or was notably poor at some point in their life. Um, we will start with uh, Mets legend. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We will start at Jack Brown in terms of the order of the game. And uh, the category, I'm sorry, the athlete is Lenny Dykstra. And I just answer that, yes, he did go. Either he did go broke or he didn't go broke. Oh, he for sure did. Oh, yeah. Lenny had a, quite a few drug problems. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, Shaquille O'Neal. No. No, fuck no. That guy says yes to every single commercial thrown his way. <laughs> uh, Robert Amoto, uh, Olympic skater Tanya Harding. I'm going to say yes. She did not, but. She did. <laughs> <laughs> she, you think she should have went broke? Got on the street. Did she ever have money? <laughs> what even counts? Did she? I was gonna say. I was, get I was gonna say. According to Sacramento comedian Ethan Albers, she bartends in Bend, Oregon now. So you could. Oh. I mean, she didn't go broke, but it doesn't sound like she was ever doing fantastic to begin with. Um, yeah. Jack. Which is weird because she had a leg up. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 Ruthless. I mean, just a cutthroat lady or cut calf, whatever's closest. <laughs> All right. Jack, coming back to you. Uh, Dan Marino. No, I get my Nutrisystem for him. That's how I look like this, baby. <laughs> there you go. Unfortunately, though, Dan Marino did go broke. He filed bankruptcy. He doesn't believe in Nutrisystem. Yeah, I, I think that's why he did Ace Ventura, if we're being honest. Um, Daniel, uh, Vince Young. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, of course he did, man. Of course he did. That was the guy, uh, Vince Young used to fly private planes across country to go to some of his favorite restaurants. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. It's hard, to, hard to stay, uh, hard yeah. to stay in the black when you're doing shit like that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Amoto coming to you here. Uh, legendary boxer, George Foreman. So many kids. <laughs> There's no, nah, he had the grill. No, I'm going to say no. But you're absolutely you're absolutely fucking right, Robert. That guy's made uh, like almost a quarter uh, of a billion dollars just selling fucking panini makers to housewives. And you got to respect him, dude. If and this is a fun George Foreman fact. If you don't know, all of his kids are named George except for the girls. Yep. They're all named Georgina. It's awesome. Yep. How many has he got? He's got like seven kids, dude. 
That's what I mean. He's not going broke, but he's breaking even with all the kids he's got. I almost thought <laughs> yes with all the kids because maybe the Foreman Grill didn't come back until a little bit later. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the worst guess. All right, Jack, throwing it to you. Uh, another boxing legend, Evander Holyfield. I'm just going to, I feel like you zigzag on us, so I'm going to say no. Uh, uh, Evander Holyfield did go broke, actually, unfortunately. So you didn't zigzag. Just, just when you zig. thought I was going to zig, I zag. Yeah. That's how I get you guys, how I keep you on your toes. Uh, all right. Daniel, uh, coming to you here. Uh, Roger Staubach. Who the fuck is that? Dallas quarter, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys uh, quarterback in like the 1970s, like a Hall of Fame football player. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows him. Of oh. course, I've kept track of his financial situation over the years. I hope I, I hope that Stab has generated enough sports fans. The, the comments are blowing up right now telling you you're crazy for not knowing who Roger Staubach is. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. My dad, uh, my dad would be fucking appalled at this. Okay, well, uh, have him come see about me. No, tell him Phoenix. Tell him sons. Sons and four. I'll tell my dad. I'll tell my dad to send his best. I've never heard of this dude, but I fuck. I, sure, yeah, he did. He went broke as fuck. No, he stayed rich, unfortunately. Okay, all right, cool man. Robert Amoto coming to you. Tony Hawk. Did he go broke ever? Fuck no. Fuck no. He got the video game, man. Yeah, you're right. Dude. Yeah. That's a bad draw. Sorry about that. Um, all right, Jack. <laughs> if you thought of, if you thought Roger Staubach might not be in everyone's lexicon, let's see if you got Johnny Unitas in yours. <laughs> I know Johnny Unitas. Yeah, dude. Said, like you a- could set a watch to his haircut. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but I feel like, did you ask about Staubach just to bring up Unitas later? Is this just like... You wouldn't bring up two old quarterbacks from the Baltimore Colts to, or would you? I don't fucking care. No, that guy was straight laced as fuck. What would he even spend his money on milk? I say no. He never went. He never went broke. Well, if you do want an answer to your last question, I can look it up for you. But unfortunately, he did go broke at one point. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that is how I do it. As I try to give you guys people, you're like, there's no way Johnny Unitas went broke, and it's like, unfortunately, <laughs> Not yeah. Johnny Foot- not Johnny football. All right. Uh, Humbarger throwing it to you. An athlete you got to know. Uh, Tiki Barber. Who the fuck? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Tiki. No, he got that TV money, right? Uh, I'm going to say. Oh, uh, no, he didn't go broke. He did not go broke, Daniel. Good guess. Uh, Robert Amoto. Uh, Vinny Johnson. No. His name's Vinny. Of course he went broke. <laughs> no, Vinny Johnson did not go broke, Robert. Congratulations. Right, yeah. Good job there. I don't trust anybody named Vinny. All right, let me let me get a score tally here. Jack's got 27. Wow. Daniel's got 28. Amoto's got 27. And yeah. we got, and I got three more remaining. Oh shit. Ah oh, shit, man. We're coming Boy, down to the wire here. Uh it's about two more minutes. According to wager. (laughs) Yeah. That we should maybe I'll do that on the next one. The last round you get to wager how many points you're putting on it. That's not a bad idea. All right, Jack, coming to you here. Uh Hall of Fame relief pitcher, Raleigh Fingers. 
<laughs> mustache was incredible. It must have been a lot of upkeep on that. Yeah. I'm going to wager 27 points and say Raleigh Fingers never went broke. I I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Raleigh Fingers did go broke, Jack. You are down to zero. I am so sorry about this. I'm so sorry to tell you this, but... Yeah, he did absolutely go broke. Sorry, Jack. Yeah, uh, zero points. That's fair. I wagered all twenty. Yeah, at least at least you got in the final Jeopardy. At least you didn't go out like some puss, you know. All right, Humbarger, coming to you. <laughs> you want? I guess we should probably do our wagers before, but since yeah, Jack, <laughs> since Jack did yeah, it, saying, since so. Jack did it afterwards. I mean, I don't know if necessarily this one's going to help you out, but a WNBA legend. Let's not leave the ladies off the list. Cheryl Swoops. Huh. Um, Cheryl Swoops. I'm going to say she did not go broke. Do you want to wager on this? Well, it's not really fair because then Emoto knows my wager. Like, we would have to write down our wagers before. Yeah, for sure. No, I know. Totally. Yeah. You're going to go. She did not go broke. Exactly. Unfortunately, she also did go broke at some point. A lot of athletes. I wager anything. A lot of athletes (laughs) I could have snuck into this list. (laughs) Um, All right, Emoto, for a chance to tie it. I don't have a tiebreaker, so you guys will be co-champs for a month. Uh, The answer is also the question, Allen Iverson. Did he go broke? Well, I'm going to say... I'm going to say no. Because he has that... uh, Doesn't he have 50 million waiting for him when he's 50? In his contract? Robert Moto, congratulations. You secured yourself another point to tie this game up. Allen ah. Iverson never went broke. Uh, ah. I will say a funny story happened a couple months ago where Allen Iverson uh, decided to talk about the time he allegedly spent $50,000 at a TGI Fridays and brought strippers with him. <laughs> he said it wasn't $50,000. It was like 5000 and they weren't strippers. They were dancers. So pretty cool of him to clarify all of that for us. Uh, not, nonetheless... Daniel and Robert, you guys tie. Jesus Christ, what a fucking game of sports ball this was. I mean, right down to the fucking end there. How much fun was that? Let's go. uh, We'll give Daniel and Robert plug privileges first. Daniel, what do you got coming up? Where can people find you? Where can they see you? All right, so uh, literally tonight um, we're doing the Capital Punishment uh, presents the Jackbox games. So we get together and play that. Um, And also, if you want to catch me live, June... Uh, I'll be, what is it, June 26th. I will be at the Russ Room, which is located above Solomon's Deli. It's a pretty cool new uh, venue that they've repurposed, and uh, the line is fucking killer. So I would check that out if I were you guys. Um, and then otherwise, yeah, just check out Capital Punishment on S- Twitch. Socials or anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Daniel Humbarger. That's about it. I'm not on Facebook anymore. And, Good for you. you know, yeah, I'm only on there for comedy reasons. All right, Amoto. Uh, at Bobby Amoto on everything, uh, Random Thoughts Podcast. And then uh, Crazy Asians uh, online show this Friday. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm happy you said yes to that. I pro- I'm producing that I, one. I Crazy laugh, Asians. I'm, that'd be show. so funny if I was the producer of it. Just like, <laughs> I want to get a bunch of Asian people and just have a comedy show. This show's zany. Crazy um, Asians. It's a, it's the last online show I'll probably do. I don't, I feel bad if I, I'm not going to say it online, whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell, I'm doing this show. Uh, 
You won this show. Yeah, you fucking owned it, dude. I tied. Yeah, Ty's a good Ty's good enough in my book. All right, Jack Brown. Where can people find you? Where can they see you? Um, I thought I wasn't gonna get plugs because I had zero points, but thank you for still letting me do it. Uh I'm going to be playing Solomon's Deli. Uh, they're going to ask me to leave pretty soon after I start, but I am <laughs> going to be telling jokes uh, by the Salami Slicer. Um, uh, but follow me uh, on YouTube. Go to silverstrongad.com. I bought that domain for this next year because I thought a bit was going to go well, and it didn't. But that redirects <laughs> my YouTube. So silverstrongad.com. And then this also sounds like a joke, but I am going to be at the punchline tomorrow. Um being Jeff Foxworthy Jr., things have gotten out of my hands. I wanted to do that one Park Rangers shit uh, bit at uh, Merriam's show, and that went really well. And then someone asked me to do this, and I am dreading it. So if you want to see me just, if I didn't eat shit enough tonight, if me getting zero points on this show wasn't enough for you, you can come out tomorrow and see me just bomb. I would this like to. This is the weirdest Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's punchline. He'll do great. Dude, yeah. Let me amend something, Jack. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned with how the ending went when no one else wagered, you, you still had 27 points in my brain. And also, you're going to fucking crush it, dude. The, the Park Ranger yeah. thing was so funny. Uh, and Jack's being humble. You should definitely go follow him on social media and stuff. He's putting out hilarious sketches all the time. They're making me laugh very hard. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Drew Absher's Dumb, on Twitter at Drew Absher. Uh, listen to Sports Ball. That's all I got in terms of podcasts now. Um, yeah. Let's have a good time next month. I don't know who we're going to have, but I'm going to have some great comedians, and we're going to be talking sports kind of adjacently. So we will see you guys then. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one. Goodbye. <laughs>